Who is Santa Claus? And are the stories about him true? Is he a magical man or is there more going on behind the true story of Santa Claus? Find out all that and more coming up on this episode of Just Conversation. Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in 5, 4. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Yes, and this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner, so be sure to go find somebody and bring them in nice and close and to force them. You always force them. That's our theme. We ask you to find somebody and make them listen to this show against their will. No, we don't. I do. You do. Yes. The show where you force people to force people? No. I force people to force people. Otherwise, your children are in danger. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I forgot that part, too. Yes. That's how this goes. So make sure you get somebody to listen. It's a family-friendly show. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. But it doesn't matter because then they'll get amnesia. Yeah, they get them. See, all of this works out. So it doesn't out. matter. <laughs> yeah. Even the people who were kidnapped, they don't know they were kidnapped. Yeah, they'll forget. Yeah, all of it, it works itself out. It's kind <laughs> of a solid plan. Uh-huh. There's no victim here except the people who don't force other people. And the victim who end up at the hospital finding out that they're our enemy because they end up with cancer. Fair enough. Fair enough. So that's two people. <laughs> Only if, I guess, only the ones that get cancer, but they were already our enemies. I guess it's really a, a tactical war move, if anything. Yes. On those kids that get killed, sadly, by you. Christmas. You know what that day is for? Celebrating Jesus' birthday? No. No, it's not. <laughs> no. Nobody does that. No, it's Santa Claus's birthday. Is it? Saint, old Saint Nicholas. Old Saint Nick. And Santa Claus are two different people. Who's Santa Claus? He's a fictional version of St. Nicholas. But St. Nicholas is a man. He you met was, him? He was a man. Yeah, I met him. That's cool. Yeah, he was telling me that he hunts demons. Did you know that? He's a demon hunter. I mean, he was a saint. And weren't they demon hunters? Thus exorcisms and know. stuff? I guess. But he found demons. I didn't know about that. Are the elves enslaved demons? Huh. I don't know. I don't... We gotta look up what elves are, really, because they're they're some type of creature. (laughs) Like, what's happening up there, man? With the elves and the reindeers? And talking like snowmen and things. There's there's weird shit going on. He lives with, like, monsters. He's a demon hunter, like I was saying. And I learned about a few of his stories from him. Do you know any of his demon hunting stories? No, this is the first time I ever heard about it. I always suspected that there was something weird and off about a bunch of elves and that they serve this guy, but he's not like God unless he is some sort of demigod, which Whoa. was also a theory as well. That he might have been some sort of demigod this entire time. Yes, maybe all the saints are demigods now. Interesting. I actually was thinking Santa Claus this whole time. You were talking Saint Nick. Yeah, Saint Nick, because he's the real magic man. 
Sansa is just a fictional cartoon. Fair enough. Okay, so tell me about his demon hunting. Okay. Okay, one time he banished a demon from a tree by threatening it with an axe. Man, we stumble on this all the time. What? Where it's just like a guy doing normal person killing things. There's nothing there's nothing demon killy about an axe. It's just like how you'd kill a person. Oh yeah. Yes. Or maybe he was actually planning on chopping that tree, but someone saw it and was like, No, he's not just chopping down that tree. There must be a demon There's in there. There's gotta be a demon in there. Yes. Or maybe there was a guy inside on on the tree. There was a guy on the tree. And he's like, I'm going to knock this tree down, get down, and then... It like, was a leprechaun. There was a leprechaun in the tree? Yeah. Really? I don't know. No. Oh. <laughs> but maybe that's how he got the elves. He made a deal with the leprechaun. What? He... <sighs> Are elves and leprechauns from the same place? I think you're being... I think that's racism, what you just did right there. But they're from the same place. Oopsie, did I just do a racist like did a I? Peter? <laughs> like Peter did. Oopsie, did I but just do a racism? Both... Irish creatures, though, for sure. An no, elf? maybe not elves. Why wouldn't elf oh, be a leprechaun? Don't know. Not be an. Ele- You're just here's here's <laughs> look here's where it's fucking up. What? The name we give what's in the north is elf, but that's wrong because elves are usually taller than people. Elves are elves. Usually, what? Elvins are way taller than people on average. They're not shorter. Elvins are something else. I don't know what elvins are. There are elves. No, those are elves. So there's two names for this creature? No, you an el- elven people are elves. Okay. And whatever the fuck is up there is closer to a leprechaun than it is to an elf. It's not an elf. It's not associated with an elf. It doesn't have weird pointy ears. It doesn't have white hair. It's not tall. The only thing it shares in common is magic. And Elves if that's, are magical, at least. Yes, and if that's the argument here, then that's to say that leprechauns are just—I mean, elves are just midgets. They're not—they're not like a race of tiny people. They're midgets because it's like the difference between a tall human and a short human. Because yes. if they're all just elves, uh-huh. Santa Claus just hoarded all the tiny elves. Yeah, and. <laughs> made a workshop he enslaved a bunch of tiny elves well they happily serve him what winner of a war said we enslaved people hmm ah yes are they demons though because he would enslave demons elves aren't demons elves are magical creatures oh well maybe he's a like a sam and dean demon hunting where they're killing more than just demons and santa's doing the same thing he's dealing with magical creatures why doesn't he commit suicide santa yeah i mean saint nick i guess why why would he want to do that isn't the goal kill magical creatures because he's a human <laughs> he's a human says who isn't with it kill- magic powers that were given to him by god is that the case here yes all saints are using the power that they're killing that they're killing they hunt things with powers, not just demons. Yes. Things with magical oh, abilities. Yes. Because they're not God's creatures, maybe. Wasn't God wasn't weren't vampires God's creatures? No. That's what you get if you don't believe in him. I thought people got punished and turned into vampires. Yes, that too. By God. By God himself? No, I think it's by the church. So you tell me the church has power independent of God? Yes. 
Well, they were given to, I guess, yes. Okay, they were given to the powers by God to turn people into demons and then have the power to kill those demons that they turned them into. Sounds right. Yes. Seems legit. <sighs> it's a very confusing story, but it's it's the truth. So I wonder then that business of exorcism then... It's a setup. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have the it's power a setup. Yep. to give people demons in them and then they could just take them out because they have that power too. Oh my gosh. Yep. We uncovered it. It was Whoa. a setup. <laughs> Did you know that one? I just figured it out right oh now with you. Gosh. That's so crazy. Now we know. He also resurrected a boy who was strangled by a demon. Which he hired a demon. Exactly. And then they, he <laughs> made the demon, then they hired him to get rid of that demon. Yes. I see a pattern here. Yeah. And he also outsmarted a demon in a wager. I feel like you told me that before. Didn't St. Nick do something like that? He is St. Nick. I mean, not St. Nick. Um, St. Patrick? St. Patrick. Didn't he do something like that that also made him a saint? Like he I was... don't know. Who Probably. He has crazy stories, too. So He has the craziest stories. That's the one saint to beat God. Yes. Yeah. But this guy beat, outsmarted a demon through a wager, and then that demon became his servant. Maybe. Also known as an elf. Or, yes, elf. Or one of those many other things that follow him around, like Krumpus. Krumpus doesn't follow him around, does well, it? Well, he works with him, sort of. But that's like the devil. That's assuming that Saint Nick is kind of like Jesus. Yeah. But it looks like a hairy monster, like a demon. Okay, fair enough. It's demon-like. Maybe he beat him in a wager and he was like, hey, now you gotta help me take care of children. Man, it is kind of a a thing. It's like, I already make demons to kill people. Now, I'm going to make you, I beat you. Your job, the children specifically. Yep, you got to beat those children. And he kills them, right? He kills the children. That's what what Krampus does. I know there's another of um, St. Nick's companions, I guess. His name is Servant Rupert. And he's a man with a long beard and a furry coat. And sometimes he has he has a bag of ashes with him for some reason. I guess that's to give the bad kids. But sometimes he kidnaps the kids, the bad kids, and and takes them home with him to eat them later. Or he throws them into a river. So, yeah, we're talking about Jesus here. He's hanging out with a bunch of killers and like thieves and shit. Yeah, this is his other one. He's kind of like, I guess, Krumpus. Krumpus does similar things to that. I know we talked about Krumpus last year, but I totally forgot much about I, him. I think he murdered children, yeah. Oh, okay. He murdered children Well, this guy, too. Because he has a lot of... There's, like, equally good and bad servants, I guess, if you want to call them that. Slaves, whatever. And um, last time you were talking about kids who were turned into pickles or some weird story. I finally figured that out that what, story. What, St. Nick and the Barrels, where he pickled the children and thus the he got his The kids were powers. already being pickled to be sold for as meat because there was a famine. So the butcher wanted to sell them as meat. As, I guess, non-children meat, you know. But Nick found out what he was doing somehow. I guess he knew that barrel was not filled with regular meat. And he turned those children alive. Those pickled children. 
and then he ate them. He's like, I won't eat them pickled. No, I, will I don't. Only think... eat them alive. No, he saved those children, and that's how he became the patron of children, maybe, yeah. or one of the many stories. Yeah, yeah. So he got his powers by pickling. Got you. He did not get his. He had nothing to do with pickling those children. They were already pickled. Well, it, it's weird because it looked like he was just traveling with kids in barrels or something in the painting that they made. Because the painting was just misguided. It was yes. about a moment and then it got so many iterations that eventually it just became him standing in front of kids inside of barrels. Yeah, actually, that's one of the interesting things I learned about was that, yeah, people don't really know what he did in his life. So they look at that picture or pictures of him like that and they have no idea what's going on. Some of them think he's a... A child pickler? A child pickler. I don't think that's one of them. They Because they didn't know much about him, he became a patron of so many things, so many random things besides children. He was um, was he, He's a patron for coopers, which are barrel makers, like people who make barrels see him as their saint, I guess. The saint of barrels. Yes. Is it barrel makers. <laughs> The Saint of Barrel Makers. Because he also was a... I think the first one that... Or the most important saint that he was before children was of sailors and fishermen and stuff. Because of a story that he calmed the storms of... Uh, of I don't know. on He calmed the storm in sea. For fishermen? For, for fishermen, merchants? Yeah. He, it saved some fishermen. I mean, it saved the sailors' lives. And they all worshipped him pretty much for that. That is weird. Yeah, and they all pray for him and stuff. And on their, when they celebrate his life, they celebrate it on December 6th before actual Christmas Day, which I think they still had too. On that day, on December 6th, when they go, they go to church for him and then they go to a festival and buy presents for their children and they give it to their children. And then people end up thinking, oh, he's for children because of that event. That just became a thing that people did. That makes sense. So basically, all the random things surrounding him decided that he's the saint of that thing. Yes, yes. He also saved three soldiers from being executed because I guess they didn't do the crime, but they wanted to kill somebody for the crime, and he stopped them. Ah, uh, typical politics. Somebody must be punished. Sir, but we don't have who did it. Doesn't matter. You see that guy over there? He doesn't look like anybody would care about him kill him what they were soldiers though i'm sure they had family right because no? soldiers today are treated so well oh. this is back then in barbarian times mm, yes before the invention of the control remote the standard for human advancement yes the remote control the greatest creation <laughs> that and the microwave i guess and uh sliced bread as well oh <laughs> what Mm. Another thing he was known for was after his parents died, he gave away their wealth to the poor. He gave random people, I guess they left their shoes outside and he would throw gold in the shoes. That also became a tradition for kids. of To throw gold in their shoes? Yeah, of getting like presents in their shoes or the stockings thing. Maybe that came from that as well. Interesting. You know? Yeah. He was a secret gift giver, and he liked putting coins in people's shoes if they left them out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it was back then, but... Maybe it's like uh, the Oriental uh, uh, cultures where they tend to leave their shoes either at a shoe rack or outside of the door. Okay, the last one is 
He rescued three girls from prostitution. You've heard of that story? We talked a little bit about that. I'm not sure. Rescued them by... He didn't really rescue them, but he gave them money. The money that they need to marry to get a nice husband, I guess. They were going to buy their husbands? I guess that's how it worked. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how dowries work. We don't have that nowadays, but I think so. It was either you get married or prostitution (laughs) were the only options for these women. Because working was not allowed. Yes, exactly. Women probably couldn't work. So you either get married or you go into prostitution. And I guess they needed to bribe these men to marry them. But he helped them out, so. And I think that's why he's the also the patron of... Whores? Of hookers? <laughs> unmarried people. Of streetwalkers. Of streetwalkers. The saint of streetwalkers. No, of unmarried people. He's He's got a bunch of weird things. Oh, and of brewers, which I guess has to do with that barrel. And people not sure, what is that barrel about? Man, Saint Nick loves his <laughs> child-based alcohol. <laughs> yes, yes. And because they didn't know about the whole prostitution <laughs> dowry story, sometimes they when they had pictures of him, it would have like three golden balls and it would represent the, I guess, bag of gold or coins. Maybe those are coins. People saw them as oranges. So in the medieval times, they thought he was from Spain and he would visit them to bring them oranges. Ah, uh, Yes. When merchants are struggling to bring you produce and fruit. And guess what? He's also a patron of merchants. Because oranges. I guess so. And beer, apparently. Yes. St. Nick is coming, children. You guys are going to get some yummy oranges and dad's going to get fucking ripped. (laughs) Yes. That's pretty much, yeah. The only one I don't really know is archers and pharmacists. Why? Because the barrels could have also had medicine. Oh, and archers? I guess archers were also shoved into the barrels. (laughs) No. I mean, there were kids in the barrels. Why couldn't you chop up and, like, pickle the remains of an archer? I guess. So they're, like, just making up what was in that barrel? Yeah. And pawnbrokers? They were also in the barrels. They were also in the barrels? It's about the barrels. It's all about the barrels. He's the saint of barrels in one way or another. Hmm. Okay. Do you remember how people become saints? They do miracles and then a group of hobos inside of the church decide he is a miracle doer in the name of God or something. And they must be really old. Or dead. Dead. They have to be dead for sure. Yes. That's step one. Be dead. Be dead. Okay. Step (laughs) Step one, one be dead. Be dead. You gotta wait at least five years after death. And wait, the guy who cheated the system was Saint Nick. I don't think he cheated the system. I don't know. I don't there was remember. one. It was either There's Saint someone... Nick or, or Mr. Rogers who was a saint ahead of time. No, he's not a saint. I don't think he's a saint. Are you positive the uh, yes. saint? There was uh, some saints that become saints before, like right after death because they they got martyred, they call it, which is they, they were killed. Someone killed them. So they get to rush past the five-year thing. So this is to say... If somebody has done a couple of miracles and then I murder him, they don't have to do miracles. The miracles they do in real life are not part of this. I thought that was part of the rubric. No, no. there are miracles involved, but have nothing to do with the ones that you do while alive. You specifically said in the previous Christmas episode 
that miracles were part of becoming they, a saint. Yes, yes. But not while you're alive. How do you do miracles while dead? People have to pray to you. Right. And then a miracle happens. So, and then it counts. So you have to be worshipped before you're a saint. People just have to hold you as a false god. <laughs> and then the church is like, I guess he's false god enough now. Yes. Let's legitimize his godliness. Yes, yes. So the church makes gods. Gods don't make the church. No. Except for the one main god who gives them the powers. Does he though? Yes, he. They Are would we have no sure powers. they didn't like then again, the how did... forest? This guy and he's like <laughs> in the basement of the church, being in prison under, sucking his power out to use it. Possibly, I don't know. Like God is—is is that what's in the freaking the Vatican that's locked down or whatever the hell? Wherever they keep in like you know the holy things that are like for, they got it closed down like Fort Knox. And yeah. what's really down there is both Jesus and God imprisoned. Oh my god! While they're being milked for their infinite power. But then, how are all these people before their deaths doing miracles? Before whose deaths? Their deaths. Oh, they're praying to exactly. God. Yeah. But God, his energy is inside of like a bottle in the church, and there's some sort of genie guy using that energy, and like <laughs> I hear prayers for God, but I've got you imprisoned, God. <laughs> like Saint Nick, he was. He was using something that had the powers from the church? Yeah. Church has the power from God. And when you pray to God, you're really being received by the church antenna of power. <laughs> and then they're antenna. like, send some, distribute some energy to that praying soul. Okay. Whoa. That is disturbing. So step one, death or way after death. Maybe that was actually why it was important to kill Jesus in the first place. For his powers? To, Yeah. Yeah. Kill him for his powers. He's more like a man. Other God. Man, is other God dead? Did the church kill God? To use his powers. To use his powers. No, but he wouldn't have, like, did he have a physical body? Like, how do you capture? Let's look at it like this. Jesus happens. Yes. Jesus killed. We don't have wrathful God anymore. Was that literally God? Did the church literally kill him? Oh, and just like take his corpse down in a hole somewhere and just just milking the energy that's leaking out. Oh yeah. Let's put him in a container and milk Possibly. that leak that infinitely leaking energy. Possibly. Cause um from learning about all these saints, there's a lot of creepy things. Like some of their bodies are perfectly fine way later after their death. Like they don't die. The bodies don't die. That's weird. Yes. They're just sleeping bodies like nothing is happening to their body yeah it's really weird i've seen some of that before like they somehow don't decay or anything yeah there's like one lady or i think it's a lady saint i don't know is in display in a church that's nuts that's nuts what's going on here is it church related is maybe maybe they're just sending jesus related jesus power maybe that person is just hibernating until they wake up a vampire what if they are vampires and they just gotta pretend to be sleeping no, that person's recovering because they died, allegedly. Mm. So they sleep for centuries at a time. That is so crazy. So you knew about that? That's weird, right? Like, yeah, I've I heard about that before. Hand. That's crazy. Okay, so step two of becoming a saint is be to become a servant of God, of course. I'm not sure if that's also part of after your death, because I'm pretty sure before you're dead, you're supposed to have converted into Christianity if you weren't already a Christian 
or born Christian or whatever. Do you have to be Catholic? You have to be Catholic. Oh my! Or is like any form of Christianity floats. Like it could be a Pentecostal. What? I don't know. Is it the Catholic Church that's doing this, all this? Oh my! Yes. Because let's look at this. Jesus shows up, right? Some people in the Jewish Church decide kill Jesus. Then evil God disappears, and we have people who can make miracles happen, chosen by. The now Christian church, they changed that group of people yeah. with the power of God at their hands. Even said, a hundred years later, we're not even Jews. We're Christian. We're this new thing. We believe and use the power of Christ. And if you want the power of Christ in you, you got to join the church. Because they actually have the power of Christ? Because they actually have the power of Christ. Maybe? Christ is the vessel that directly takes in. Like, we got to look at it like this, right? Christ was the human form, but he's still God. He's still connected to God. And you killed Christ and you imprisoned Christ. God can't do anything. It's him. Yeah. And you just keep siphoning. God is still alive, but Jesus God is dead. But his body also won't wither away. It's always going to be trying to come back, slowly draining infinite God. But he's yes. infinite. Mm -hmm. So you just are the other person with God's power, other than God himself, except God made a one-way power direction yeah. into Jesus. And because you don't let Jesus come back to life, God can't, like, reverse the How process. How do you stop him from coming back to life? Do they have a stake in his heart? Maybe. Huh. Maybe they have the same for the saints, because the saints, even after death, do some really strange things. Like? Like there was, there's a blood, a veil of one of the saints' blood, and it. They say it's dry, but every around his birthday or death or something, it turns into liquid. Who says that? The church says that. I think is that like the floating rock somewhere in in, <laughs> in Israel or whatever? It's a cathedral in Nepal. So yeah, of course the church would say that. Of course, I wonder if they show it off though, like. Look at it today. It's dry. Look at it today now. Oh, look, it's liquidy. I bet. I bet the church has a bunch of weird tricks like that that it uses to brainwash people. Where are they getting the little... I mean, I guess they can get the blood from anything. It's not like hard to get blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just a rooster out back or something. Oh. But yeah, there's weird things like that. There's St. Bibiana who her parents died and her sister tried to force her into prostitution, but she refused to. And then they imprisoned her in a madhouse and then beat her to death. But when she passed away, they built a church on her grave. And in the church, they had a garden and the garden grows herbs that cures headaches and epilepsy. But it doesn't cure prostitution? Maybe. Like, no one has, like, maybe none of them had the thought beforehand. Maybe you got to go there thinking, like, should I go prostitute? And then you eat the herb and you're like, oh, nah, I'm cured. I now have money. I don't need to prostitute. Thank you, fruit. Yes. Or herb. Thank you, herb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of strange things. Step three, show proof of a life of heroic virtue. Which I guess is like St. Nick donating all his parents' money to the poor. That was pretty heroic, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Now, can I walk into a town that I've never been at before? And then when somebody talks to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I got just done dedicating my life to 
helping other people and doing only but good. Flash back to what my life was really like. I burned entire towns and slaughtered families everywhere, raping and killing everybody I ever saw. But then I made it to this town. I'm like done with it. And then I'm in that town. I'm like, no, I've always done good things. And there happens to be Catholics. Do they still they like they're just going on my word at that point? No, they have to investigate. How would they find it? How long ago know. were we talking? I don't know. They It just says that they investigate the person's life and the writings for evidence of what they're looking for. So if I got no proof, then I can't be a saint. Yeah. Like, you could have that horrible life killing people, but then you really did change your life around and help people. You might become a saint. Who knows? But I didn't. Become no, a but, good person. No, no, no. I know. Like, you can't. You can't if you didn't, if you're just lying to them. <laughs> but if a person did kill a bunch of people, but then changed their life around and was only good, they could possibly become a saint. That makes sense. Seems legit. Yes. that's. And then step four is a miracle. That happens after you pray to this person that's want to be a saint, <laughs> the Saint Nick, whatever. So, dear St. Nick, bring me presents or children inside barrels. Yes, and then he gives it to you, and then that's proof that that person is already in heaven. Man, okay, okay. So, people prayed to St. Nick, and their prayers came true, but he was considered the saint of children in barrels, essentially. Children. Barrels are a separate thing. It's not children in barrels, it's children... And barrels. But the combo is the only way he gets his power. <laughs> no. Without children being exclusively put in a barrel, he's powerless. No. It's separate. It's totally separate. And then the final thing is to become a saint is just to have another miracle. So two miracles. Yes. One is to prove that you're in heaven, and the second is to prove that you're holy. The one that proves you're in heaven doesn't prove you're holy? Is this to say you can be or in heaven Or I guess that you're already holy? holy. That you're... I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I guess it's both the same. Right? I don't know. Okay, whatever. Two miracles after your death. It's not that crazy of steps. Maybe one day you will do this after your death. Who knows? What if someone tries to make you a saint? That'd be crazy. That'd be awesome. Super epic. I want a bunch of worshipers. But you have to actually dedicate your life to Christianity eventually in your life. No, I'm going to cheat the system. I'll make it work. I'm going I'm to get that guy who made Heisenberg the fake paperwork. And I'm going to make him make me a bunch of fake religious paperwork. How is that going to work out? They're going to find out. They got the money. How? You have investigators. I have the queen on my side. No, you don't. She's one of their investigators. What, the queen couldn't investigate? Why not? She's busy running the world. And that's part of the world that she runs. She investigates saints. No, she doesn't. She appoints them. She appoints them? What does that mean? She's like, she you're like a saint now. <laughs> she points at them? Yeah, she says you're, you're a saint now. You're a saint now. You're the pope now. You're All a saint right. now. You're a priest. Uh, and I think we talked about this in the werewolf episode, but there's a saint for the fear of werewolves. Now, you pray to him to get the fear of werewolves away, or you I get guess. the werewolves away? Because, uh, like, I'm scared of werewolves. I can I can work with that here. Now, you're not afraid of werewolves. But it's like, dear saint anti-werewolf, there are werewolves outside my door. What do I do? 
Well, I can take your fear of dying by werewolves away. If that, like, I can do that both. part. I don't know. Yes, Saint Herbert, the werewolf protector. Can you get rid of the werewolves? No, yeah. I can stop you from being scared of the way you're about to die. Yes. What and then there's also Saint Patrick. I don't know if he has anything to do with being praying for him for werewolves, but I just remember that we talked already about one of these stories, but there's two stories involving werewolves, which one was St. Patrick's turned a king into a werewolf as some type of punishment. Seems legit. And then also, he turned a tribe into werewolves. Every seven years, they have to be a werewolf, and then seven years, they're normal, and then back to werewolf to normal every seven years. Why? Oh no, they had a disagreement. It was a, man, he he really did abuse the power of God, but God wasn't going to do anything because he would just stand up and be like, God, don't make me. Yes. And God would be like, no, no, I'm good. I'll do it. Yes. Yes. He's, he, uh, he can do whatever, I guess. He runs this world. Yeah. He has that free ticket. He has to be immortal. God is like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. Then there's St. Gills. He is the saint of the fear of breastfeeding. He was a hermit living in a cave, and he kept himself alive for several years, drinking milk from a deer. I thought that was going to go a whole other direction. <laughs> I thought he was in a cave, he was in a cave with a female, and he was like, look, we have to stop you from losing that milk, because I'm going to die. <laughs> nope. Nope. But if you have you're in a life or death situation and you your only way to live is to drink some breast milk from an animal, you can pray to him. <laughs> you're having trouble doing it. You can pray <laughs> to get that that deer lactating. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well yes, there's that. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, well, there's, he's not the only amazing... But, like, wait, could a mom who's struggling to breastfeed her baby pray to him? Yeah, probably. It's his fear of breastfeeding. Oh, wait, it's the fear of breastfeeding. Yeah. They're so specific. Why couldn't he just be the saint of breastfeeding so he d deals with every part of breastfeeding? I think he does deal. I, it's, it's probably breastfeeding, but you don't want to just say breastfeeding, so maybe fear of breastfeeding makes it sound better? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just for people who are scared of breastfeeding. Now you're less scared about breastfeeding. Yes. That's it. I don't know. Then there's St. Arnoff, who's the saint of beer. No, that's wrong. He's the saint of beer. He's not. Why not? Because St. Nick is the saint of beer. They're both. But this guy, he actually, well, I don't know, he didn't really do anything. He gave people beer uh, when they had a they had a long journey. And they needed beer, and he gave them beer. And Nobody's then... ever needed beer. They, they wanted need... <laughs> beer. <laughs> they, they really they wanted beer. They wouldn't have survived without the beer. They were going to die. I feel like a larger number of them died because beer would dehydrate them way sooner. Well, they feel like he saved their life with his beer. Maybe his beer was of magic. Magic beer that kept them alive through the long journey. So Saint Nick can't be the saint of beer because this one time a different saint killed a bunch of people with beer. They're both the saints of beer. Wait, did we say No, Saint Nick is the saint of children in barrels. In barrels. And the barrels. In barrels. And and he's saint of brewers, not beer. The people who make the beer. <laughs> it's totally different. 
So that's to say that all, saints aren't the saint of all things related to the subject. Yes, I guess. I don't know. Like you <laughs> don't pay pray to Saint Nick when you want beer. You only pay to Saint Nick when you want the beer harvest to go well. Ah, maybe. Or the people who make the beer to be to fine. Do it right. Oh yes. Or to, to do be- it right. <laughs> maybe. But if you're like, man, if I only had a beer and I pray to this guy. To Saint Arnoff. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Then there's Saint Farce, who's the saint of people with STDs. The AIDS pandemic of the eighties when the <laughs> government was driving around in vans really handing people that. AIDS. The guy who was driving the truck. He had a magic spade to cut down trees and then the place that he cut down the trees became his property. And then he got AIDS on his property? No. And then he made a hospice and he cured people by touching them. Inappropriately. Maybe. Except for women. Because women were banned. So he would jerk guys off and they would leave like, I feel better. I guess. He could heal blindness, leprosy, tumors, all by touch. Including venereal diseases. So he would jerk people into... He would jerk people healthy. He would jerk people healthy. I don't know. He was just touching them. No women. I don't want my fingers up in anything. I want tight grips and you will feel better. And they did. And they did. He wasn't wrong. He was intuitive. Yeah. And they're like, I see the demons coming out. (laughs) But why not women? Like, would his magic not work for women? Why would he want to touch a woman? He clearly has a proclivity towards penises. <laughs> Did God tell him to do that, though, or he decided that He dedicated that his life to God and then jerked guys off. What's hard to understand? <laughs> okay. Okay. Rupert walks with a limp because of a childhood injury, and his clothes is dirty and his face is dirty because... He collects soot from the chimney when he comes down it. I guess he comes down it first and then Santa Claus. I'm not sure. Like, he makes it clean and then Santa comes down so he can look all pretty and red. I think he just uses his chimney to kidnap children and by default cleans it, not intentionally. Mm. But St. Nick is fine. He has to come down there like him, right? I don't know. Does he magically come through? It depends on the story, I guess. There's two things that they do. Either they ask the children if they know their prayers, and if they do, they get rewarded. If they don't, they get punished. There's also a talent show that they might have to do, (laughs) which if they perform well at dancing or singing, they get a present. If not, they get tortured. That's fucked. Yeah, well, well, yeah, but like that's better than being eaten alive. But it's like, what if you're an untalented kid, but a great person? Too bad you died today. Yes. That's pretty much. Like, either you ha- you were bad throughout the year, or you ba- performed badly in your dance, or you don't know your prayers. You're being punished. Sounds about right. Sounds Old testimony. Then in Germany, St. Nicholas has a partner named Bels Nickel. He is a man who wears fur with which covers his entire body but he's not an animal he's just a person wearing fur entirely i don't know <laughs> and sometimes he wears a mask with a long tongue it sounds like a man dressed like For a what? demon i don't know instead of saying he's a demon he's just a man who dresses up like a monster and he's the one that gives them cold if they're bad i guess that's all he does he's not as awesome as the other guy 
He's just dressed up in a furry coat and a weird mask. Also, there's another of St. Nicholas's uh, companions slash servants. It's called Black Pete. Was Black Pete a black guy? Yes. Yes, he was. How they like to portray him is a person wearing blackface, um, wearing exaggerating red lipstick, and having a nappy wig with colorful clothing and golden earrings. Is that how he's portrayed, or is he actually just a white guy that lives as a black guy and hangs out with St. Nick? I'm not sure. <laughs> it could be either or. I don't like, is Santa just hanging out with a dude in permanent blackface? He might be. <laughs> Yeah, so his servant, Black Pete, um, what does he do? Oh, he also um, abuses the bad kids. Or he used to. He used to abuse them, but in recently they got rid of the punishments, and now he's become a friendly character. He's PC now. Yeah, he's PC. And also people can't dress up as him anymore. Black people can. I don't know, but that's... <laughs> and the Christmas elves that we talked a bit about. Do I know anything about the Christmas elves? I can't remember. They come from Norse mythology, and they're referred to as hidden folks. Because? I don't know. They like to hide. They're the guys that steal your socks, maybe. Are those elves? I don't know. I think so. Oh, maybe. No, I think those are leprechauns, actually. No! Something like that, wasn't it? Gnomes. People are really concerned about these elves, though. So North Pole no no North Pole elves, um, Steel leprechauns <laughs> and gnomes are all kind of the same. They're all magical tiny people. Yeah, yeah. But Santa was somehow able to enslave through a gamble with demons. In the medieval times, elves are seen as wicked and often linked with demons. How connected with demons? I don't know. They're just often linked with demons. So demons gave Santa those elves. I think that makes sense. Or he those elves are demons. Or those elves are demons. Yes. Also, there's a Christmas goat that Santa replaced in some country. Before St. Nicholas in Sweden, the the Christmas, I guess the gift giver, was the was given by a yole goat. Which Yol is another word for Christmas, I think. Yol goat. The Yol goat. Yes, the Christmas goat. So the Christmas goat is a pagan thing. Sometimes it's a man that has been turned into a goat man, but I like to imagine it as just a goat. The Christmas goat. In Finland, people still dress up as goats. <laughs> Fair enough. That makes sense. Yeah. He usually wears a warm red robe and a walking stick and travels in a sleigh pulled by a reindeer. But it doesn't fly. That reindeer doesn't fly. It's a real reindeer. The goat isn't an animal like the reindeer, but rather the steerer of the sled that's connected to reindeer. Yes. He's a goat man. He's a goat man. But I'm like, he's a Christmas. He could be a goat. He's just a really big, he's a were-goat. He's a were-goat. He's thought to be an ugly creature. And he frightens children. While some think of him as an invisible creature. What? No. He's a goat. He's just a goat. He's not an ugly creature. He's a goat-looking creature. His goats aren't ugly. Goats are not ugly. Yeah, they are. They are beautiful creatures. 
I think they're beautiful. So most people think、um, Santa Claus is a combination of Saint Nicholas and Saint Christmas. This Christmas goat, because this Christmas goat was the also giving gifts during the same type of year. So people are assuming that Saint Nicholas and this goat stories got merged, and the Santa came to be. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, like the sleigh with the reindeer is the same as this this goat. So Saint Nick did fusion, but instead of becoming a perfect singular individual the size of one person, he got fat because he literally became the size of two people. Yes, he became the size of two people. The size of a man with a goat. Mm-hmm. And the Christmas goat gets, um, receives over five hundred thousand letters from over two hundred countries every year. Most of the letters are from China, Poland, and Italy. Wonder how they heard about the Christmas goat. The Chinese believe in a Christmas goat. Yes, because reindeers come from Finland, so that the Christmas goat must be more real than the Santa Claus. If you go by reindeer, <laughs> where does Santa Claus live again? The North Pole. Are there、yeah. reindeers there? Is that a fictional place? The North Pole. There's not life there. I think. Oh okay. Yeah. So there you go. Oh yeah, and also Santa Claus has a bunch of reindeers. I don't know if you know their names. I don't know where they came from. I guess it was from a catchy poem or song or something, and then everyone just fell in love with these reindeers. What? The Santa Claus reindeers. I don't remember where they came from. Oh. All of their his deers. There were eight. Now there's nine. I mean, now there's probably more than nine because they had children by now. But he only keeps the originals enslaved. Ah.、Uh, um, then there's Santa Claus, which is also a figure based on Saint Nicholas, which is also probably where we get Christmas Santa Claus from as well. What does he do? What's his deal? He's um. For some reason, he celebrates on the same day as Saint Nicholas. Um. He's depicted as an elderly. Man with white hair and a full long beard, and he rides a white horse. He carries a big red book, which records whether each kid has been naughty or nice in the past year. So there might be a group of people that work to create the illusion of Santa Claus. Yes, like it's a team effort. It's not one dude. It's planning and Monday dot com. And... Yes, there's like four main dudes, a bunch of different helpers. Some horses, some reindeers. They got transport. They got like planned、a、out、goat. heist so that people could get in and out of houses. Dun 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 dun. dun. I'ma slide down the chimney. There's gonna be a treat to the left. Dun 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 dun. You gotta disable the laser alarm system. Which one of them does that? The goat. The one who cleans the chimney. Um. Which one? Dun, dun, oh, dun, servant dun, Rupert. Dun dun. dun. So Rupert's gonna clean the chimney on his way down. Dun, yes. Dun dun dun, and he's gonna cut the wires on the alarm system. Dun dun、okay. dun dun, and then Santa Claus is gonna follow behind while Rupert keeps everybody distracted. Dun dun dun. What about the other guys? Well, the other guys are in the microphone, and the goat is waiting. He's the getaway driver. He's in the the sled on. He's on the sled on top of the house, waiting for Santa Claus and Rupert to get back so that they can dart. All right, and what is Bell Snickle doing? Who the fuck is Bell Snickle? 
He's um the man in the furry wearing fur. Oh, the one who eats the children? No, he's not the one that eats the children. The one that eats the children is Servant Rupert. Because that's what that's what's happening here. Dude's going in, kidnapping kids. They're, some of the kids are in the bag. So they leave gifts. They kidnap children. Yes. Kids are in the bag, off to the next place. They keep. They got a cage, I guess, or something. So they can take... The trade-off is a bunch of people get some material things, but we kill a couple of kids. Yes. And so our operation functions. Ah, but we keep it a secret by decorating it as a... We're giving good children yes. gifts. Yes. That's what today's about. And then people Not are all outside. All those kids that we're kidnapping. Exactly. Because then people are like, the, the the child trafficking market is so booming and dangerous. How dare this? It's the this? worst on Christmas the, for it's some reason. It's worse <laughs> on Christmas. Who knows why? Meanwhile, Santa Claus is everywhere on Christmas, kidnapping kids left and right. Man, was he... QAnon is fighting. QAnon is fighting QAnon Santa is Claus. trying to beat Santa Claus. That's the truth here. But is QAnon one person? The agent that is known as Q is. Oh, okay. And the QAnon is The cult. Oh, okay. Versus Santa and Nick and... Versus the the Santa, <laughs> Santa Claus conglomerate. Santa Claus. Santa which includes immortal Saint Nick. How do you beat that? Because Santa Claus is like Drake. Like, what? Drake, people are like, Drake, the rapper. But Drake is a team of people. Mm-hmm. His name is Andre. Or it's like Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish, the person. No, no, no. Billie Eilish might be her name, but it's a group. It's two people. Yeah. So Santa Claus is a bunch of people. St. Nick is who we're thinking about. Yes. But it's Krampus and this douche and that other douche and a magical goat and a child eater and some dude beating the people There's to also death with Father coal. Christmas, but I forgot. I don't remember anything about him. I just know his name is Father Christmas. He's who they're bringing the kids home for. Oh, I guess. He's the, he's doing what again? He's a ringleader. He's a ringleader. Father Christmas? Father Christmas. Uh. We have the face, St. Nick, but there's somebody giving orders. I thought Santa Claus was the face. I could have sworn you were about to say I thought Sonic was... <laughs> <laughs> Sonic is the Sonic face of Christmas. <laughs> okay, so Sonic is helping Santa Claus. Is he on that sleigh? Is he the I mean, one how does he sleigh? hit every house? Exactly. Sonic is involved in this. How is he still alive? His games Immortality Saint Sonic. Saint Sonic. Oh my god. He was always selfless. And he made impressive things happen. Oh my god. I think he qualifies. Alright. We're saying that he's Santa? We're saying he's a saint. He's a saint. Saint Sonic. Saint Sonic. Okay. Well, that was beautiful. I feel like we learned a lot today. Or nothing at all. That was fantastic. We're definitely out of time, though. Okay. But that was a very educational moment where we learned that Santa Claus is kind of like Drake. There's a bunch of people working to make it function. There's a couple of psychotic saints that seem to have nothing to do with their ability. Uh, Saint Nicholas is the saint of children in barrels, which we previously established. You made him that. Pickled children. You made him that. And uh, so if you guys like this conversation, there are many more of that nature. You can be way more educated by going to last year's Christmas episode as well. So you can have a couple of nice episodes to check out 
in this holiday season grab this episode grab one more episode from the past put them together play them back to back and understand saint nick the saint of barrels and children okay anyways to learn more you can find other episodes discussing holidays and last year's christmas episode as well at the official website great thoughts info apple podcast spotify and anywhere you get your podcasts and you can reach us on facebook twitter instagram and TikTok at Just Combo Pod. Yes, and remember to subscribe and rate the show and review it if you feel so inclined. And let someone who might like this show know about it. Word of mouth, the most powerful tool you will have at your disposal. You just whisper to somebody, hey, you want to listen to a show? And they'll be like, yeah, I do. And then you sit peacefully together with some food and snacks and uh, everything goes well. <laughs> Yeah. Then you thank them and you're like, thanks, man. I enjoyed this. And they're like, thank you for telling me about it. Now I must subscribe and rate and review. This has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. that is but that's a holiday somewhere boxing day yeah i think they put the idea is to donate stuff to the homeless people by putting the stuff in a box oh you mean like (laughs) mike tyson has nothing to do with this holiday no no i don't think so it's not like mike tyson's favorite holiday is boxing day (laughs) maybe I mean, he loves putting things in boxes and giving it to homeless You're people. sure it's not that he's boxing on this holiday? Like, boxers all come out and box. Just beat up on the homeless? Yeah. Maybe. They I don't know anything the about the sense back boxing into the homeless day. people. That's what I think boxing day is. Good morning. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas. Produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info. Art by Zero Lupo. And logo by Seth McAllister. With social media managed by Amber Black.